Welcome, everyone, to this week's Part in the Disruption, which, per RJ's request, we will have a basketball question this week. We promise that for you. Absolutely. So I am Matthew Potter, your host. Real quick, before we get into it, wanted to go ahead and show you our rules graphic. There you go. For those that are tuning in for the first time, we got five questions, one minute to respond. Then we have two minutes to chop it up. And then from there, we will go ahead and award overall points. And during your argument, I will go ahead and get you points as well for a good argument or favoritism. We're going to start off with intros. We have Leon. Do not forget the G Barnes. Go ahead and introduce yourself, boss. Oh, it is it is awesome that Leon uh is is here absolutely roasting RJ out of the gate. We appreciate it. Uh next up, we have returning from last week uh and fresh off of a fast. We got Stratton Brown. Strat Daddy, introduce yourself. If you guys don't know me, I own a company called Virtual Help that helps investors and entrepreneurs implement virtual assistants into their company, and we own a seven-figure real estate portfolio. And I will beat the self-promotion record today, as always. <laughs> always a good one when, Strat when Stratton uh, joins us here on PTD. Next up, coming to us from his futuristic titanium cave, we have R.J. Bates, this, that, and the third. Introduce yourself. What's up, guys? Uh, glad to be back. <laughs> I have to apologize for missing last week. Um, Y'all were subjected to Dean Rogers, and I know that was that was that was that was that. But you know, Leon, in the chat this week, you were saying you're not a nerd and you couldn't answer a question about gaming, and then you come out with the Star Wars lingo. No one knows what you're even talking about. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. So uh, love that. Uh, excited to be back. It's good to have angry RJ back. He's our favorite character on the show. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, Mr. Disruptor himself, Steve Trang. Introduce yourself to the people. What's going, What's going on, everybody? everybody? I'm, I'm really, really excited, excited to, 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 be to be back this week. week. We, got we got RJ going, going full guru, guru right? right? I don't I think he's going to go full guru, guru but he went, went all in on his studio. studio. So, so shout out to RJ. RJ. Uh, Leon, Leon was, was talking some smack last week, week when, when I wasn't, wasn't here. here. We're going to see if he has the courage to say it some more. And then with Stratton, I'm glad that he's here because I thought I thought he was going to, you know, was wither away. With his, with his Facebook, Facebook updates. updates. I'm, I'm glad, glad he's, he's here. here. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for you making, making it. <laughs> the hourly updates were much appreciated. The the story the story was nonstop. Come to come to find out, he did not enjoy the fast. All right, we're gonna get into question number one. Uh, Blackstone completed the acquisition of Tricon Residential, a housing and apartment rental development firm. How do you feel about hedge funds teaming up to buy more real estate? Start us off, Leon. Well, we had the head of Tricon at our last meeting uh, in December, and he talked about 
purchasing 10,000 properties uh, in the last two years. Uh, that's 900, for those that are keeping uh, score at home, that's 9,999 more than Steve did last year. Um, <laughs> so anyone that's purchasing 10,000 properties in two years, obviously uh, they are you know, causing some issues and some disruption, but let's put this in perspective, okay? Um, everything that I could find dating back to 2022, so we've got a year and a half here in which you know people are still buying, institutions are still buying, but it only equates to about 3%. So it's going to continue to get harder. That percentage of institutional owners of single family rentals is going to continue to go up. But the people like us are the people that own the majority. 94% of all properties that are owned that are single family properties are owned by people that own between one and 99 so when those people start selling, it's going to get much, much harder to find single family. And it's going to get harder over time. But let's put this in perspective. We're talking many years down the line. Those are definitely excellent points uh, there, Leon. We appreciate that insight. All right, Stratton, what about you? What are your thoughts? Man, everybody's mad about the hedge funds buying up everything because they say it's taken away the American dream, right? Like the Americans' ability to buy a home. When in all reality, they're worried about the wrong thing. We need to educate the kids more so they can make more money and then they don't need to worry about having to buy a house right and buying a house is a waste of money anybody who wants to buy a house and live in it i'm on grant cardone's side i think it's a complete waste of your money right if you want to live in a nice area like san diego anywhere in california makes zero sense so all these people who are bitching about it complaining about it why don't you just educate your children better and then overall the issue will go away and if the hedge funds do it, there's no point in complaining about it because you're not going to do anything to change it with the strongest company in the world that is BlackRock. So you might as well take care of your own house first. I was going to give you a point, and then I had to take it away. We're looking for Blackstone, not BlackRock. Sorry, wrong. Oh, sorry. One of the blacks. One oh, of the blacks. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and just gloss over that. We're going to get over to RJ Bates. What are your thoughts on this one? Dude, as soon as Stratton Teddy said it's one of the blacks, I was looking for the Disney attorneys to come running in my house. <laughs> Bro, I'm scared over here. Uh, listen, this sounds like all-American capitalism. I love it, baby. Uh, I want more hedge funds teaming up, smashing the little people. All of you little people on TikTok that bitch about I hope you get smashed by the hedge funds. Buy all the houses. It's my entire answer. That might be the Hell most yeah. well thought out answer that RJ Bates has ever <laughs> given on this show. <laughs> it's as if the host gave it to me. <laughs> it's almost like insider trading. Right. <laughs> almost. Almost. All right, Steve, what are your thoughts? So, so first, first, please, please submit, submit any and all complaints, complaints to Strat Daddy, Daddy, Daddy on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. And, and if you're, you're listening to this and you're triggered, triggered I, implore I implore you, you to watch, watch YouTube, YouTube version, version and it'll, it'll, you'll, you'll, there's, there's more context, context visually. <laughs> To, to his, his answer. answer. So, so moving, moving forward, I think, I think what's really key here, here is I think, I think that, that everyone's, I don't, I don't understand, understand why everyone hates, hates so much all the, all the school, school teachers, teachers and the government, government employees. employees. Right? right? It's, it's offensive how much, how much hate, hate these people, people get. Because, because if you look, you look at, at Tricon, what are they getting all their money, money from? from? All the pensions from the government employees and the school teachers. So if you're going to hate the hedge funds, why do you hate the teachers, right? They're the ones that are educating the kids like Stratton's talking about. So 
I wish people would stop hating school teachers. That's 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 my position. <laughs> I almost feel like Steve had some insider information there as well. This comes across like most of the questions that we answer or debate on this show on a weekly basis. It seems like everything is such clickbait. All the houses are gone, but 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 <laughs> don't give facts, right? You never want a great story um, to um, you took the facts to get in the way of a great story, right? Like, yes, will it become a problem in the future? Uh, and are people on the sidelines waiting to get in on single family homes? Absolutely. But that's different when. Yeah. There's always people on the sidelines that are renting, that are looking for home ownership. Just because institutions have now seen single family uh, properties as an asset class, as something that they want to get in. Oh, it's bad. Now capitalism is bad right? It's just, it's, again, it goes back to, we've always got to find something to bitch about. Can we, uh, can we, can we explain the, the stupid thing that Stratton said about home ownership being dumb? Can we, can we just talk spend about some time it. on that? All Let's right. What? You want me to go? You want me to go and explain why? I think it's Are we so fighting? What, what is with this aggressive posture? Like, why did you have to lean forward? Like, you want to go? I've never seen Stratton so clear before in the show. <laughs> You see how fast Steve read that body language? <laughs> it was go time. Safety. I got to reach into my drawer over here. <laughs> I don't think home ownership is your best choice if you're actually learning to invest. If you can just learn a basic skill to sell, you will get a better return on a side hustle or whatever else on making money, right? Everybody wants to do it to build their wealth and everything. Bro. A water heater goes out. You got to replace your roof. There's all these bullshit expenses that you really don't have to worry about when you're renting. And you can live in a right. better area. But how many homes have we bought where someone bought the home and now it's worth four or five times more? They have zero in savings. They have nothing in their 401k. And all of their wealth mm. is tied up into their home. Right? If those people didn't have their homes, imagine how bad a shape they would be. If they didn't, if they didn't own their home, it's, it's sure. crazy. I would think these people would be completely scared. Most, most of the cash sales during this pandemic came from people per, selling homes in California, specific to your example earlier, Strat Daddy. But I will also say that both can be true. Okay, both nope. can be true at the same time. <laughs> like for instance, um, it's it's it can be very market specific. Like I own a bunch of properties in Kansas, but I rent in Tampa because it makes no sense right now for me to purchase a house. And by the way, my life is no less um, great with me not owning a home. Yeah. So I don't understand why we have to own a home and it's got to be something that you have for status or whatever the case may be. I don't think it you have to. Both can be true. I think if you're an entrepreneur, it makes zero sense because your capital invested into your company is going to give you an exponential return compared to anything else that you invest in. So I think that's spoken, it's spoken when you have zero emotional attachment, right? Um, to your, to your, to your home. But you know, if you look at nesting, right? The female companion needs a home to feel safe, to feel stable. Like good luck to you Stratton having your wife move with you every two years for a new home. Like I can't who said think we're moving of... every two years. Yeah. Why do you have to move? That's yeah, who said we're moving every two years, bro? Do you move out of your office every two years? I mean, it feels like it. 
about growing it. That was deep flexing with his men are from Mars and women are from Venus book that he reads. I know. I felt like I was watching something on like Lifetime slash Nat Geo from Steve there. Like the female nestles in the house. Is he talking about nesting right now? He Oh, he actually is. He's running. Yeah. I'm pretty That's sure the, he had a therapy session before I, he came on here, oh, yeah. or or he's got one right after this. I saw oh, yeah. RJ. I saw RJ's <laughs> face while Steve was talking, and he was clearly googling what is nesting. He was trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. For those of us with feelings and compassion for our fellow humans, we understand. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not wow. go too far, Steve. Wow. Let's not go too far. Um. Great, great discussion on this uh, on this question. Gonna award um, point to RJ because, well, I mean, he just came out with the sarcasm. Love that. But I'm also gonna give one to Steve because he is on team teachers and government employees. I know that he loves all of them getting their pensions, so we appreciate that support, Steve. All right, we're gonna get into question number two. Next up, we have like Joel. Embed scoring 70 points in an NBA game. When was the last time you felt like you were in the zone in your business? Let's start off with uh, Mr. Spaceship over there, RJ. When did you feel like you were in the zone? So, Mr. Embiid, we apologize that Potter doesn't know how to pronounce your name. Um, Joel Embiid, that's plus one point for me, Potter. Um, oh, there it went. Oh, there it went. Away. <laughs> That backfired. Uh, <laughs> when was the last time I felt like I was in the zone? I mean, I'm going to say mid last year when I was doing the 50 day challenge, uh, man, I, I just, I hit a stride for, you know, those 50 days in a row, just really uh, doing what I love to do acquisitions, talking to sellers, solving problems, and then also solving any issues that we had inside of our business, as far as systems and the processes that we have because I was actually playing the game. Uh, it really allowed me to come back to my team members and say, hey, this is what we're gonna be doing moving forward. So that was the last time I really felt like, hey, pretty invincible I could do anything that needed to be done for my company. Awesome, we appreciate that, RJ. And yes, my apologies, I did mispronounce it, my bad. But still, it really sucks that RJ had to lose points over that. All right, Steve, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, you know, this is a good question, uh, forcing me to think a little bit. And this is going to come across probably, oh you know, a little narcissistic. Um, you know, I would say, like, the things where I felt like I'm in the zone is when all the eyes and pressure are on me, you know, doing closest Olympics, uh, speaking on stage, uh, having live events where we have to speak and share. That's where I feel like I'm at, mo at my most natural element and I'm in flow, you know, when it's scripted, when it's uh, organized, like, that doesn't feel as, as, uh, as I'm in flow, I feel like I have to work. But like when the pressure's on, when the lights are on, I would say that's where I, where I feel most most in flow. So, yeah, I think whenever whenever it's time to perform is when I feel the most the best in, in my business. Damn, this dude thinks he's AI. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jesus. We don't need to practice. <laughs> Man, okay. Uh, thank you, Steve. We appreciate that. All right, next up, Leon. What are your thoughts on this? Well, first of all, Potter, tell me you don't watch basketball without telling me you don't watch oh, basketball. There goes Leon's <laughs> points, too. I mean, I'm not the biggest basketball fan as of late. I'm just being real. I'm not. The man scores 70 points, and he mispronounced his name. Um, I've got actually 
where I feel like I'm most in my zone is twofold uh, because I live a double life here with uh, the collective genius is my day to day. Uh, it's what I do, you know, 375 members strong. Uh, I, I, I'm best in inflow and in the zone at our events. We have seven events a year uh, and it's where I, um, I feel like I'm, you know, I was put on this planet to, to help people, to make connection. That's where I feel like I'm in the zone. Um, and then for my business, um, the, the greatest thing in the world is having employees that you can trust and the systems and processes in place. So when I'm best in my zone for my business is when I don't have to do a damn thing for that business. I allow them to do what they do best and they do it really, really well. And just as a, an added bonus, the best time was when rates, interest rates were 3% and I didn't have to sell the damn thing. I can keep everything in my portfolio. That was my favorite zone. I think everybody loved that zone. The the vid zone was where it was at. It definitely was. All right, Stratton, what about you? What are your thoughts? Man, I'll take this kind of a different way because I think if you guys have ever read the book, The Gap and the Gain, and when I was in Phoenix with Steve, I talked about this. For me, it's hard to feel like I'm in the zone because I'm always so dissatisfied with where I'm at. Like 100, I am pissed off because there's always more problems and I always see tons of new opportunities that we can go and attack. And so we're always trying to go do these new things. And you don't really let yourself feel like you're in the zone because you're creating yourself new problems to go and solve and then have to go learn more. You make just a harder hill to climb. And Hermosi had a video that went viral the other day where it was like entrepreneurship is a glimpse of hope and then getting kicked in the balls over and over and over again. And so the way I mitigate this is reading that book, The Gap and the Gain, I think is amazing. 75 hard helps me like feel like I'm in the zone every day, ice baths. And believe it or not, this three-day water fast, even though it was miserable during it, I will never do it again. I feel great today. But contrary to popular belief on the internet, every entrepreneur is not in the zone all the time. Mm -hmm. This shit is fucking hard majority of the time. It is hard. And uh, if, you're, if you're always looking at the next hill to conquer, I would invite you to you know check out the whale club um and then leon uh mentioning that he's in his zone at cg is interesting because he's never in the zone when i see him it's um it's it, it's explain. uh you can't, you can't you're wrong. That out there and not explain to to reiterate Just... what leon said about being in the zone is when he's sitting on the bench and doing nothing <laughs> that is when leon is in the zone I said I lead a double life. I didn't say I was a serial killer. Come on, man. <laughs> Leon is the guy in March Madness when the team hits the buzzer beater and he comes running off still wearing all of the sweats and just <laughs> acts like they won the national championship. It's like, bro, you haven't played one minute. Bro, he's here. a culture guy. He's that guy on the bench yes. when someone gets dunked on. He's throwing back, right? <laughs> but he's a culture guy. Every he's going to give you the hugs. He's going to give you the hugs. Like, it's all right. I was a practice All-American. Come on, man. You, you have to have practice All-Americans in order to win championships, man. These are role players. You guys know that. You understand how teams work. Right. So, Leon, Leon, like, you know, if you were, you know, playing against the Chiefs next week, we have Leon. He's like, all right, Leon, go be Patrick Mahomes out there. That's what Leon does. Yeah. There we go. All right. All right. Um that round, I definitely took the L on the mispronunciation. 
Um, that being said, <laughs> gonna go ahead and give uh, give the round to the only person who didn't talk some smack to me, Steve. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, Steve gets the point on that. Stratton did didn't as well. There we go. RJ and Leon. Sorry, no points that round for you guys. Uh, all right. Next, we're gonna get into our viral video, which is question three. Here it is. I can't believe more people aren't talking about this. If you're on social media at all, you know who this guy is. His name is Drew Walls, and he just posts videos of him going to Target. But the internet was absolutely frying this man for just going into Target, setting up a tripod, and shamelessly recording in public. The entire internet bullied this guy for over a month. There was a time where every time I logged on to whatever app it was, somebody was just flaming this guy. So that entire time he was getting bullied by the internet, what did he do? He said, fuck the haters, I'm gonna keep posting. And that's pretty much exactly what he said yesterday after he posted this. But why would he post this? Well, just a few short hours after that tweet, that tweet, that tweet, that Drew posted his partnership with the NFL. The NFL paid this man a few thousand dollars to make a target run and just say he was getting ready for the Texans and Ravens game. And on Instagram, even ESPN and SportsCenter posted it themselves. The moral of the story here is that Drew didn't give a fucker what Chad and Brad from Delta Phi Omega <coughs> in Omaha, Nebraska had to say about his target run content. This man took 30 straight days of bullying, weathered the storm, didn't get paid a dime, maybe a little bit from the creator fund, and then ended up getting a partnership with the NFL. Don't stop posting content just because you get a few mean comments. If you show up every day and be consistent, you will win. All right, guys, after watching this video, is this a sign to make whatever social media content you want? Start us off, Stratton. I think now with social media content, you need to be as creative as ever, and you need to test out all sorts of new things. I think Gary Vee is usually the guy like in the front. As soon as he said you need to put a thumbnail before your reels, every single guru started doing it, right? And so there's there's these trends that you need to follow and stay in front of it. But if you do something different, like RJ blew up on YouTube because he was doing the closers and he was doing the 50 days, bro. He was blowing up and it was different. No one else was doing it, right? So it's a different approach that no one else sees before. And then shout out the NFL on getting a killer of a deal by paying a dude a couple grand to get millions of impressions, right? I mean, that's a W for them. But I think you need to throw as much stuff at the wall as often as possible on social media. Because you're competing with every company and every other human in the world for three seconds of attention. Like, that's really what the game is. And so you got to be creative and you got to have a ton of output. There you go. Not not a bad argument at all right there. All right, RJ, what, what about Mr. Thumbnail over here? What are you doing? Yeah, you know, as I was listening to that video and he was talking about the hate that he got for 30 days straight, and he specifically <laughs> named someone in omaha nebraska and you know what happens in omaha nebraska hedge funds love to buy houses in <laughs> omaha nebraska so i actually hope because people love it when i talk about hedge funds i hope all the hedge funds own the entire city of omaha nebraska specifically, specifically all of you haters on tiktok that love to hate on hedge funds so yeah i think we should be putting out as much content as possible i mean uh, listen, if you're getting comments, you're also getting likes from that that are now following you. And maybe they're a little bit more silent, but the following is there and they're going to come around. So I think the more content you can put out, the better. Absolutely. I mean, have you ever made a post and you've gotten like 15 likes on it? You put it in your story, you get 400, 500 views. That's the reality yeah. of it right there. Yeah. Uh, all right, Steve, what are your thoughts on this? 
kudos to this Drew Walls guy for for you know sticking it out, you know, being authentic, being himself. Here's an idea. I'm going to run with it. I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to keep running with it. Uh, there's a lot for us in real estate with shiny object syndrome. We're like, all right, I'm going to try uh, this channel for three weeks. All right, I'm going to try this other thing for three weeks. I'm going to try this other thing for four weeks, right? This guy's stuck to his guns. I admire him. Uh, he's kind of like what RJ did with the 50, 50, 50, whatever thing he did, right? Whatever he called it. Um, like he stuck with it, even though no one cared, right? Like he stuck <laughs> with it. So, I mean, massive shout out for sticking to your guns and, and, and proving your haters wrong. And then having a massive W getting on ESPN uh, and, and having the NFL sponsor. I mean, that's huge. So stick to your guns. Have faith in yourself. Bet on yourself. I think that's the message here. Everybody's favorite version of Steve showed up today. We have sarcastic Steve. He is one of our favorites around around these parts. All right, Leon, what are your thoughts on this? We're, lo we're looking for insightful Leon here. All right, I'll give you some insight. There's two different ways I go with this. Number one, um, yeah, I, I shout out to Drew uh, for sticking to, you know, what he knew uh, would uh, deliver traffic what he felt was good content different content my kids love mr beast like a lot of millions and millions of people and he talks about how bad he was when he first started and kept like strat daddy was talking about earlier of just different iterations and trying different things and uh, i think that message is the first thing that comes to mind when watching that video second thing comes to mind is man call me uh, get off my lawn guy but the fact that this type of content someone going to target and just showing himself shopping <laughs> delivers eyeballs is mind-blowing to me that our society has gotten to a point where we can just watch a guy on youtube or <laughs> or social media shopping what does that say about us as a society that's my second piece of insight here comes it's boomer over. leon mr <laughs> it's over it's over as if as if ai was gonna have any trouble taking over us we've made it even easier oh my gosh but i will say this man if you are delivering content and you're reading comments you might as well go to a a, a cd gas station bathroom and read the same comments on the back of that stall they're just <laughs> about the same amount of value in the back of that stall that there is in the comment section leon i want you to know that um i released a video a couple weeks ago it's called how to master the art of awkward silence and uh for 10 minutes straight i just stared at my webcam and didn't say one more the entire video <laughs> That video has like 1,200 views now. <laughs> the average watch time is like 10 minutes. <laughs> I think everyone can't believe I didn't say anything. I think it's the shock and awe of like, what is he doing? Where is this going? And then at the end, it's like, okay, surely the next video he's going to do something. And it's like, no, he's just actually shopping at Target. And I think it's just it, it drew interest because no one had done something like that and gain the negative attention. The comments is what makes your stuff go viral. So if you can that's make anything that has comments, that's what's gonna make it go viral.
I know at least five people that watch that video. You four, my wife, that would watch that video and go, there's no way he cannot talk for at least a minute. There's no way in hell that Leon will not talk for at least a minute. <laughs> oh, man, that is outstanding. All right. Point to Leon on this round, like dude, let's get let's get Boomer Leon on the show every week. I, w- I want him getting everybody off of his lawn, there, his rented lawn there in Tampa, mind you. All right, before we get into question number four, word from our sponsor Pat Hilton over at Acoustic Force Media. The world is changing. So is the world of business. It's never been easier to get your message out to the entire planet. Let me help you crack the code today. My name is Pat Hilton. My social media agency can produce you the same custom digital content that landed me on stage at the biggest business events in the world. I've rocked the roof off with the best digital marketers in the game. Getting social media content filmed and produced for your business is now as easy as ordering a cup of coffee and hopping on a video call with your friend. We find trending topics in your niche, coach you through recording in the comfort of your home or office, create engaging clips and graphics, then upload them online and manage all your social media pages. Bring your brand to life. Contact Acoustic Force Media today. All right. Thank you, Pat. We appreciate your sponsorship. Uh, even with the lackluster performance of RJ Bates over here, we do appreciate your sponsorship. Wow. Um, now we're going to get into question number four. With the Bills losing to the Chiefs for a third time, what advice would you give the Bills to get over the hump and beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? Start us off, Leon. Well, the first thing that I would do is say never make a trade with the Kansas City Chiefs again, uh, because ultimately the pick that became Patrick Mahomes number 10 overall in 2018 was traded to the Chiefs by the Bills to go up and get Patrick Mahomes. So that's the first bit of advice. The second uh, that I would offer up is the same thing I would offer to any team, business included, which is. I evaluate all personnel, including management, is we are only as strong as our weakest link. And obviously they have had some success, but there's some weak links in their team. Just like everyone that owns a business, you know, and everyone else usually knows who the weakest links are. And that particular team, you know, based upon that game that they definitely probably should evaluate their kicker, right? Uh, He makes that and who knows, they, they have a chance to win, right? And then they they need some defensive depth. Uh, again, going back to a, a team, if you're you know you're only as good as your weakest salesperson, you're only as good as your weakest manager. I would evaluate evaluate all personnel and make the necessary upgrades. There we go. Good good insight as always from our good friend over there, Leon G. Barnes. All right, Stratton, what about you? What are your thoughts on this? Your best is not good enough. Get back in the lab. Plain and simple. No matter what happens, this happened to me when I was trying out for the Seahawks. It was a very cold, harsh reality that I was not good enough and I didn't ball out hard enough to force their hand for them to pick me up. And so the same thing goes for my six-year-old son when he tells me he tried his best and I tell him I don't care because the world doesn't care. It's a very harsh reality that you need to learn. right? And so with this and Josh Allen, 
and everything else. Josh has played his ass off. I think I saw I saw a stat today. Over the last three games, he's averaged 300 yards in total yards a game and one interception. But it's still not good enough, right? So you got to keep going back into the lab. And just like Leon said, you got to go evaluate everything. But this is the harsh reality of life that people don't want to accept. Sometimes people are better than you. And you have to act. This is life. You have to work your ass off to even close that minuscule gap that you're going to the lab for every day is a 0.001% to get better while Patrick Mahomes is doing the same thing. That's great insight. We uh, we certainly do appreciate that, Stratton. And yes, that's what it's all about. You got to work your ass off. Speaking of people that have never worked their asses off, RJ, what about you? What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, Stratton, man. Um, unfortunately, those of us that stayed up late at night and watched you at Fresno State, we all knew that you didn't have it. <laughs> you could have just called me before and I was <laughs> uh, no listen i i think the bills are there i i don't think that they should be down on themselves because they lost you know a great playoff game um you know leon rags on the kicker it wasn't the kicker's fault you know he was kicking in a hurricane i mean the the wind is the reason why uh, that ball didn't go. You saw some of his extra points. I mean, the ball was moving 15, 20 yards sideways um, on a 35-yard kick. Listen, uh, they made the steps that they need to make to be the better team. That's why they had home field advantage. They made the steps to get a running game, which is what they've always lacked. Um, and they have that now with Cook. Um, I think he was third in the NFL in rushing yards this year. I think they're there. I mean, uh, and, and the thing that's going to help them is, is – Sounds like Kelsey's going to retire. So, hey, the the nucleus of this Chiefs team is moving on. I think the Bills are going to become the team in the AFC moving forward. So I don't think they need to overreact just because they lost. They're three and four against the Chiefs. So, let's, like, it's a pretty even matchup. Yeah, they've lost those playoff games, but they still are three and four against this team. There we go. Well prepared, RJ. We appreciate that. All right, Steve, what are your thoughts uh, on what the Bills need to do? I think it's pretty simple. It's just recruiting, right? And so, you know, I think what they should do is uh, move away from Buffalo, uh, whether it go down to Florida or Texas, where there's no state income tax, right? And where it's not freezing. How hard is it to recruit to Buffalo, right? And New York is one of the uh, highest state. I mean, them in California are always competing for the highest state income tax, right? It's a race. Whereas Florida and Texas has no state income tax and it's not freezing. It's not Buffalo. So I'm trying to think of like all the major free agent acquisitions Buffalo has had over the decades or the years. Can't think of a whole lot. Right. So I think it's pretty simple. Take the entire team. Maybe, you know, bring make a real team in Dallas. Maybe <laughs> Dallas can finally have a real football team uh, move there and then they might have a real shot. You know, what's funny about you saying that is, is as you were bringing that up, I realized that the majority of my haters come from New York and California as well. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. you know, we, we were talking about talent evaluation and recruiting. Um, again, when it comes to teams, making sure that you have the right players uh, in all the spots and always upgrading. I would not want RJ Bates as my as my general manager. Uh, I didn't, you know, the kicker uh, had a chance to tie the ball game up. Now, 
Is he the worst kicker in the league? Maybe not. But in this weather-related miss, uh, it seemed not to affect the Chiefs kicker, who was two for two with a 47-yard field goal in that same weather. So mm. talent evaluation is very crucial, and I don't know if I want RJ <laughs> as my general manager. Yeah, Ditto. Justin Tucker wouldn't miss. Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs have one of the best kickers in the NFL, and you can't just, like, go grab him. You can't be like, hey, buddy, we want you over here. He's on we a actually, uh, You can. They, 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 actually, you can because they, stole him <laughs> off of, they actually stole him off of Carolina Panthers practice squad about five years ago. So you actually yeah. can get greatness off of other teams. If you were a good GM. Ago. If you were a good GM like Leon. If you were suggest. a good GM, you'd make some deals happen, son. Yeah. So, and then just real quick, you know, the, the there was a story about uh, when LeBron, Bosch, and Wade teamed up, right? Like the closing pitch was come down to Florida with no state income tax. <laughs> that was the closing pitch. To you know what LeBron the first James. pitch was? The first pitch was LeBron saying, everybody come to Cleveland. And they were like, no way. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't think Kelsey retiring changes the thing. They have drafted their asses off. Pacheco runs like he's putting holes in the ground. Mm -hmm. And they always seem to find, like, two speedy guys. Yeah, Tyreek Hill was a big hit this year. But, I mean, their offense is still pretty popping, and I think they draft better than a lot of other teams in the league. Talent, talent evaluation sets all teams apart. And, uh, yes, they have one of the best kickers, but they also have one of the best general managers. And, again, going back to business – we as leaders have to make sure that we're always evaluating talent and bringing the best to take our businesses to the next level. And then you look at who has, who's had some of the best runs than Andy Reid. Was it four or five times in a row with the Eagles? Yes. Right. A, the NFC championship. Yeah. NFC right. So Andy Reid with the Eagles and again with the Chiefs, it's remarkable. His name's not said enough about, you know, one of the best coaches of all time. Exactly. Andy That's the problem. Listen, he had Donovan McNabb. Now he has Patrick Mahomes. Okay, good for him. He's a terrible clock management coach, by the way. He sucks at that. Listen, look at Tyler Bass. The guy who never played at a high level. <laughs> what? <laughs> the guy who never played at a high level. <laughs> I love these armchair about, quarterbacks who come and like, oh, he's terrible at this. You don't even know what's going on in the game. What are you talking about right now, son? <laughs> Shut your mouth, okay? This dude over here is talking about a high level at the Mountain West Conference. Come on, calm down. Uh, hey, hey, I'm just one of the best tacklers in Pop Warner. Straight back off. Hey, Tyler Bass, eighty-five percent. That's his career make percentage. So, in case anyone's want to know, Leon does not accept eighty-five percent. Where I think the the record in the NFL, I think it's ninety percent. That's like the the all time record for for make percent. You're you're wanting to get rid of that guy. So RJ is fine with being uh, really good in in cases where it may not matter in the regular season, but in the postseason, it where it matters, he was fifty percent. All all that was going to do is tie the game and sure. give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes with two minutes to go. I'm letting you know that what they should have done is had a better play. If you want to really critique, they should have had a better play call on third down. Man, yeah, RJ, RJ. For the record, I'm not blaming the kicker for the loss, but yes, you are. I said evaluate all talent. Literally what you did. All, no, <laughs> you can't. The, the whole loss is not on him, but if he makes that, it ties the ball game and gives them a, it gives them an opportunity where so, him missing did not give them an opportunity. So RJ hangs his hat on being the king Closer, being the best when it matters the most. Mm -hmm. 
And then unless it didn't work out, <laughs> unless it didn't work out, then it's okay. He was a hundred percent preseason. The King Closer scores the touchdown and wins the game, not kicks the field goal, dying the point. <laughs> hey, not... you, you tried really hard. It's okay. You tried really hard. <laughs> being a kicker in the NFL is like being a pro golfer. It is one of the hardest things you could do in sports. Yeah. Sure. And if you're eighty-five percent, fuck you. You're cut. <laughs> you're <out. laughs> when it matters. When it matters. For when it matters. In a hurricane, bro. In a hurricane. Scott Nor was the same way for the Bills. He was a great regular season kicker, um, but he Ugh. was not in the postseason. It was destined to be for the Bills. You knew he was missing. It's it's the Bills. It's the most Buffalo Bills into a football game that there has ever been. Like let's just They made a honest. whole movie about it. It, yeah. <laughs> it was the Bills being the Bills. Laces right. out. <laughs> Point, point, to, <laughs> point to Stratton on that one. Uh, pr- appreciate that. All right, we're going to get into our final fifth question today. Um, interested to see what the uh, what the consensus is on this, or the debate, if you will. During the Oscar nomination, uh, Barbie, last year's biggest movie was snubbed in two categories for Best Director and Lead Actress, a move people are calling sexist because Ryan Gosling was... Nominated for Best Actor. Meanwhile, Greta Ger... I'm going to butcher this one because I don't know. Embiid. It's Embiid. (laughs) The the female director. (laughs) The female director was absent. Do you think this is a sexist move? And how can females feel more included in real estate? Start us off, Stratton. Bro, what is a woman? How is this sexist? What is a woman? What the hell are you guys talking about? Jesus. I had, I mean, he could have identified as a woman and everything would have been fine. There's some bullshit news articles, man. Like, what, what are we talking about here? If you identify as a woman, you're a woman. He could have identified as a woman and he would have won. Plain and simple. Like, what are we talking about? What? Man, that water fast really did it for you, bro. <laughs> really hungry right now when it comes to somebody get this guy snickers i think it is so hard (laughs) if we take it back to an actual woman right so my girlfriend runs our storage facilities and she was on the phone with one of the vendors and he was like i want to talk to the owner and she's like bitch i am the owner like what do you mean and he like didn't respect her and she has to fight for respect all the time as a woman in real estate and dealing with the trades and stuff i think for women it would be like you have to be in like a women's support group because it's just hard. I know in like certain situations, if we go to an event and there's women there, I don't talk to them just because I don't want to have any issues and I want to be polite if it's someone's wife or anything else. And that's just like the standard that I've held. Right. And so as a woman, it is really hard. I think the best thing for you to do is get in a really, really good community. All jokes aside, it is extremely hard to. And then I don't know. I think it's just insanely hard to do. A community is the only answer I have. Don't or identify me. as a man. <laughs> that one works too. Uh, roll, rolling right on over this one. All right, RJ, what are your thoughts on this? So I'm going to answer it two parts. The 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 Barbie side of things. Um, I actually really enjoyed the movie. Um, and, and I believe that they did the right thing. Ryan Gosling was like, he crushed it. Um, and then he kind of stole the movie a little bit. I mean, if you 
pay attention to the role that he played in that. I, I thought he did a really good job. Um, as far as is this a sexist move, uh, maybe on the director side, um, but I, I don't know about the, the lead actress side because literally they gave the nominations to other actresses. So that can't really be sexist. Um, now, on the real estate side, how can women feel more included in that? Uh, be better. Right. Just, I, I, hate, I hate to like, get you with this, but like, I don't get shit because I got a dick. Okay. So, like, you just got to be better. So, like, case in point, Cody Sanchez, she's a fucking badass and she gets what she earns. She has millions of followers. She gets to speak on stages. She's a dog. And, and she's buying. Why? Because she's fucking badass and she put out better content and she was better at what I interviewed her five years ago. She wasn't who she is today. So she earned it. Okay. You don't get it just because you're a chick. Go out and be better and earn it. That's how you become more included. I tell my partner, Cassie, this all the time. How do we get you on stage? How do we get you more recognition? We got to put you out there more and you've got to be better at what you do. That's it. So for those that are just tuning in, uh, that's RJ Bates the third, and you can go ahead and <laughs> send complaints to at RJ Bates. I, 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 <laughs> all right, Back. next, next up, Steve, what do you got on this? Well, of course it's sexist. Like there's no question about it. Right. Uh, if you're looking for me to use facts, that's not going to happen because I can't find any facts to prove it. But of course, 100 percent, it's sexist. That's without a doubt. Right. Uh, and then uh, beyond that, um, you know, talking about how can females feel more included? I wish there was an easy answer here. I truly do. But unfortunately, I think RJ's right. You're just going to have to stand out. You're just going to have to work for it. Right. The, the fact of the matter is. None of this is handed to the guys, right? Like none of us are, we just wake up and we just get it. Like no one walked out here and just got business. Everyone here has grinded and suffered, uh, failed miserably, uh, had sleepless nights and so on. Like we have all suffered. So it's not like we're saying women have to work harder. We're just saying that you have to compete with the men. And that's really all there is. And then as far as the general manager thing, I mean, whoever got Stratton on to this, we need to evaluate our GM for part of the disruption. Because <laughs> I like doing part of the disruption, and I'm very, very worried about, about whether we get to keep doing this show. <clears throat> the future is questionable at best around here right now. Um, hashtag, please don't cancel us. All right, next up, we have Leon. Come on, Leon. Br bring us home strong on this one with the insight. So here's my checklist when I woke up this morning. <clears throat> First, I'm going to wake up and brush my teeth and shower and eat breakfast and get my kids lunch ready and all those things. Right. That's what we do on a daily basis. I'm going to come to work uh, and I'm going to be in the zone, uh, do all the things that I'm supposed to do that we talked about earlier. Um, on all the things that were on my checklist today, R.J. Bates breaking down the, the Barbie movie was definitely not one of them, and I'm here for it. I want more. I want more of R.J. breaking down Barbie, uh, Titanic, all these other rom-coms. Can't wait for more of that. Bring me more of that in the future on PTD. As far as this movie, I've never seen it, uh, but I, you guys act like you're shocked with – any of these awards, anything in Hollywood where there's bias. There's bias every year. Uh, race, creed, 
uh, religion, uh, sex, uh, if that still exists. All those things are always a part of the awards every single year. It doesn't make it right. Same thing goes for the, uh, the inequality uh, in our industry. But to RJ and to Steve's point, there's a reason why there's a higher percentage of females as realtors than there are investors. Over, over the years, there have been a ton of females that have led the way that are bosses in that industry and have been mentors to other women. And so they can see there's a path to success. I have a mentor in this business. If you want that on the investment side, find the women that are crushing it in this business and reach out to them like a lot of us did, whether it be male or female, anybody that was good and doing what I wanted to do, I asked for their assistance, whether that was paid assistance or mentorship. That's the only way that it changes. There's a reason that we see more realtors because there's been a path to success that has been proven and there's just not enough of that representation on our side. And it's just, it's only going to change with their efforts putting forth. Oh, yeah, so just to you- answer that real quick, if you guys want to get better. So first I'm going to challenge Cassie, right? Like, you know, get louder. But on top of that, I would say like, there is an example right there. Cassie, right? If you're a female in this industry, reach out to Cassie. Stephanie betters. How many people are doing it better than Stephanie betters, right? Reach That's out to her, learn from her. <laughs> um, I mean, she did that. I didn't do that. Right. Uh, but the, there's options out there. There's people to learn from. We've talked so much on the show about community and tribe and lifting one another up, like find the other people that are doing it in real estate that are female and then ride together. Just like this group here together. Well, not Stratton, he's not included, but the rest of us, like we <laughs> ride together, right? Like find your tribe and, 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 and you know, crush it. Here's my question. What's more, because when I read this, what stood out to me is, is what is more important? Is it results or is it recognition? Feelings. Because, because the, exactly. Because yeah. the movie got results. It was the number one movie in the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Margot Robbie got paid like, I think it was like a hundred million dollars or some yeah. ridiculous amount. Why do we care if some academy came and said, oh, you were the best actress or you're the best director? You were already the best. America, the world said you were the best movie because you made the most money. That's our way of saying we think you're the best. The more of us came and gave you money for your product than anyone else. So is it recognition or is it results? What matters? Uh, Unfortunately, I'll push back on that one. Okay, go ahead. The highest paid quarterback doesn't win the MVP every year, even though they think they should win the MVP. Who wins in life? It, I mean, it all depends, right? Because like you say, if it was monetary mm. value and like the, the team paid you the most amount of money, i.e. you're the best. Not necessarily not with the market and everything else. Because, But I'm 100% on board with you to where be better, right? And oh. as terrible as that sounds, like I think Cody Sanchez, I follow her content and Layla Hermosi's content probably up there more than most males because they have so much gas just going all the time. But if let's say Aaron Rodgers was the highest paid quarterback, he had a great year. He didn't win MVP, but he was the highest paid. He was furious, angry because the committee did not vote him to be MVP. And he thought he did. Right. So it goes into recognition and whoever Mary Kay has this um, thing. She says, every human has a sign around their neck that says, make me feel special. Right. And so it goes into that aspect too. 
So the results part of it, RJ, I'm, I am 100% with you. Like I am not an awards guy. I don't need awards. I just want results. But that isn't unfortunately how the majority of our society operates. They want recognition. Why do you think we give participation ribbons and medals to kids these days? It's about the feelings and about recognition. That said, the one thing that is different in Hollywood than anything else that we talk about it does come down to money because Academy nominations and Academy wins ultimately means that you're an Academy Award winner and you get more job opportunities because of it. And that's where that dip, that industry differs a little bit. I'm with you. It's all about results. And she did get paid, but it's about future payments, future opportunities as an Academy nominee or winner. Listen, I'm I think with how she looks, she doesn't need an award to get paid well. That's what Barbie. I was gonna say. Listen, when you're the when you're the woman in the world that chosen to be Barbie and Harley Quinn, you're yeah. gonna have plenty of jobs. Okay, sure. like, that award ain't doing anything. Sure. It's just, <laughs> in like, that industry, it does make a difference. It does make a difference in that particular industry. But I'm with you. I'm a. The majority of our society, unfortunately, operates in. I need this for. To, to prove that I'm this or whatever. So I think officially what, I, what I'm hearing here is that Stratton Brown would rather win a war for best leading actress than $100 million. Yep. That's the conclusion I got from today's round. No, I want it all. I want the hype and I want the money. <laughs> you yeah, I can't argue with Come that. On, bro, you know me. I want the hype. I want the money. I want the fame. I want the yachts. Hey, I want it all. Hey, I want a good um, family life. Matt, line up a couple points here for me because I find it interesting. Yeah, just go ahead and line those up for me. Got it. I find it interesting that the person that's results driven also wants the recognition with all the belts behind him. So just I'm just throwing that out there. Hey, oh, hold on. You're right. I hope, I hope you have those points lined up. Okay. You know how those uh, that recognition came about? Results, baby. Good for you. Uh, every single time. Every single time. Uh, I heard there was some controversy. In the oh last my one. God! Here we go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> word on the street. Word on the street was. We only have so much time here. He's you get yeah. him down this rabbit hole. Actually, we we are a little bit early. You word know, on the street was RJ was feeling a little mopey, <laughs> and they're like, "Look, we can't have RJ end this streak. Let's just give him this participation trophy, even though it's smaller." Just so he doesn't feel RJ, RJ, I'll speak for you. Here, let me get let me put this in there. Okay. I I was busting you up just because you had a bunch of awards. But anytime someone talks about nationwide wholesaling, I always say there's one person that I know that the is the expert in that, and that's RJ Bates. So I just you you're good. You got to I appreciate that. I just I have to we have another podcast in our space that has three well-known gentlemen that goes live every Monday. Okay. And they might have, you know, had my name in their mouth this past Monday. And one of them who paints himself as a blue genie might have said that my awards are like the WWE championship where it was all scripted oh, and fake. Uh -oh. What? And so I'm just saying that, you know, I just have to let the world know that it wasn't scripted. It wasn't fake. They were real deals, real results, and I even proved that by selling the deal live. So, is, hey, are, is your new name J uh, R J Bam Bam Bates? 
Throwing that out there, man. He, he said it was like the WWE. I just well, it was, I mean, you could hit him with some other big terrible comments, base. though, RJ. Like you could it. hit them with some other terrible comments. Yeah, well, no. maybe it was someone else. <laughs> maybe they're talking about someone else. They they literally said RJ Bates. <laughs> did they really? Did they say the yeah. third though? Did they say the third? <laughs> they did not say the third. It was the original. Somewhere in the bloodline. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> oh man! Wow. All, wow. all right. Well, it was a it was definitely a uh, it, it was a close one this week, but squeaking out a win today was Steve, uh, mainly because he cares about the teachers and the government employees and the sustainability of them being able to survive for years to come. We appreciate that support, Steve. Um, you know, unlike RJ over here who wants to crush Omaha, Nebraska, apparently, <laughs> um, and New York. Uh, that being said, we had a ton of fun this week. We hope that you guys did as well. We're going to go ahead and do outros. We will start with our champion this week. Steve, say bye to the people. Yeah, just uh, shout out to Buffalo. You know, like <laughs> you have to withstand that awful weather like incessantly. So shout out to them. Again, thanks, Stratton, for for showing up and probably getting us canceled. Um, you know, again, at Strat Daddy, at Strat Daddy. If you guys want to issue any, some complaints, Leon's coming in well-informed. I always appreciate it. I always learn something new. I don't think I can ever use the information I learned from Leon, but I always learn something it's new. It's useless for sure. <laughs> and I do appreciate RJ, RJ showing up from the future. It does mean something special to me. Absolutely. Future RJ is looking bright over there. We love it. All right, Leon, say bye to the people. I learned so much uh, this show um, every week. I enjoy it every week. I think I have a new nickname for Steve. You said he squ he was uh, he squeaked by with a victory. It's now Squeaky Steve. That fits really, really well. <laughs> Strat Daddy, always one. good to see you, my friend. And then uh, RJ, um, you know, content man. I got the idea. You have to start doing reviews for every rom-com out there i gotta see it That's the kind you want to get me as a viewer on your social media i gotta see you breaking down barbie and every other rom-com out there you and matthew mcconaughey i want to see you i'm going to see you breaking down matthew mcconaughey movies same neck you. of the woods next week on ptd we're gonna have rj breaking down the notebook could you imagine i'm here for it I'm here for it. <laughs> All right, yeah. Stratton, what about you? Or go ahead and say bye to the people. Thank you so much for having me on, Mr. Pfizer. Squeaky, squeaky Steve. <laughs> we can't forget the triple masked man with the 12 boosters who put all this together. Thank you so much, Mr. Pfizer. It was great to see you, Mr. Boomer, Leon G. Barnes, and then the man with the fake beard, Mr. RJ Bates. <laughs> Thank you guys all so much for having me on. Give me Trump or give me death. <laughs> and if you guys are looking to implement virtual assistants in your company or you'd like to invest in real estate, send me a DM on Instagram. Don't cancel Steve-O. You can send all your complaints to me. I'll take them on. You guys aren't smart anyways. It's fine. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> all right. Last, certainly not least, say bye to the people over there, Mr. Scripted. You know, it's not shocking that I didn't win today. I talked about capitalism, and we know that Potter, with his socialist ways, hates it when I talk about capitalism. So um, not surprising that uh, Communist Steve won. Um, that's that's what Steve is uh, affectionately referred to in the comments on our shorts. Uh, enjoyed the episode. 
Um, Closers Olympics is not scripted. Um, nothing was given to me. Um, that's all I have to say. Potter, uh, appreciate you giving Steve a, a victory today. He needed it. He did. Uh, we we try to keep his uh, morale up. Semi annual wins. <laughs> he needed another booster. Look how happy he looks. <laughs> he does. He's happy over there. Look at happy Steve. We we love him. I'm looking forward to the tea after the show. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thank you for uh, joining us here on Pardon the Disruption.